on the viewpoint. Alternative sources of government revenue in South Africa. Where are they and why hasn't anyone tapped into them? Joining us in this conversation is Dr. Baso Yalezo, the lecturer at the UKZN Graduate School of Business, who have the seventh business forum at the UKZN Graduate School of Business, talking about alternative sources of government revenue in South Africa. Dr. Baso Yalezo, good evening. How are you, sir? I'm well, and you thank you so much for having me, and we're quite honoured as the business school to have this opportunity to speak to the nation. Excellent. Tell us what alternative sources of government revenue are, and specifically what's happening on the 17th of April at Westville Campus in UKZN. I think let me start with the second question. Of course, we'll be hosting this event. We are quite excited about it, and it's the first of its kind for our Graduate School of Business. We are actually looking at sources of government revenue in South Africa. Uh, we've got in experts to tell us as to what are the innovative ways that our government can collect revenue and, and get more revenue. You'll remember that uh, we most of our revenue in South Africa is, is received through SARS, through taxes. So what we want to know is to what are the other aspects, what are the innovative ways that we can bring um, um, additional revenue to the South African fiscal. Specifically now in terms of alternative sources of government revenue, I think the first thing the taxpayer is going to want to ask, or certainly I as a taxpayer, let me speak for myself, is (laughs) before we start getting creative about alternative models of getting revenue, how about stopping the government wastage and leakage that we hear about after every financial year. Could that on its own not be an alternative source of government income? To be honest, I agree with you, Um, but the first thing, of course, and it doesn't matter. You can collect as much revenue as you want, but if you waste that um, revenue, it becomes an expense. So it, it won't help to increase the revenue if we are not efficient. Of course, the starting point should be to keep the wasteful and the fruitless expenditure, which is in excess, which is in excess of above 20 billion. So that on its own is a lot of revenue for the South African government. Of course, that should be the starting point. But then what we've seen so far from the South African government is the increase in fuel, the increase in syntax, the increase in, um, in VAT, the increase in personal tax. We haven't seen actually any other form or innovative way of, uh, of, 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 of taxation or government revenue. So the question that we seek to ask, and hopefully so our experts will be able to assist us in bringing a solution to this program, is what are the other sources government can pursue in order to gain more revenue. And of course, of course you'll remember that SARS has been lagging behind in terms of uh, collecting the revenue that is needed by national treasury and they've got a target of 10 percent um additional 10 percent so the big question is where are we going to get uh, this additional taxation without um, getting that taxation from you as, a, as an income taxpayer or from companies i was about to get into the next point which is quite critical specifically for the taxpayer i mean there are arguments that the higher personal income tax rate which is at approximately 45 percent add on to that sin tax in south africa this is not a sustainable source of government income because you're taxing the same people only more every single time where are the identified spots where for instance are going to those are that are going to be advanced in this um summit that you guys have on wednesday where are those identified spaces where you know for sure if government modalities could change here and there this would unleash so many funds or so much money so to speak 
Okay. The, the, the first one, which is in the public debate, that we're hoping that uh, the person who will be speaking from government will explore. In. You'll remember that the provinces, uh, for provinces to get revenue, the government uses what is called equitable share to distribute income back to provinces. Um, so if, there is, if the population of any of the provinces decreases, the other province, the other province will get more. That is, if people migrate from Eastern Cape to other provinces, you know how they will get a slightly higher share because of the population. But the other big question is, if you've got uh, nationals or foreign nationals who come from other countries and who come to South Africa, so what is it uh, that we're getting um, uh, from those countries who are bringing or with migrants who come to South Africa? Could, could that be another source of uh, Revenue. So we're exploring things of that nature. That's the first one. But also on the other side, we also want to 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 to, to know if um, government is quite serious with the uh, companies that have um, received, uh, um, I would say, penalties for colluding with other companies. How far are we? How much are we getting from that type of living? What are other sources? So those are some of the few things that we've taught on our side. But we're hoping that other people who will come will obviously share their experiences and then and they add more to that one. We've got Dr. Mampomodisa, who's the DDG at National Treasury, Ms. Busisiwa Khadeba, an economist at the Nedbank Group, as well as Professor Walter Geach, the facilitator for that evening, or for that evening, yes, it is, Mr. Lukon Amgun. Tell us what we can expect as submissions from these distinguished men and women. Let's start with Professor Gich. I mean, Professor Gich is a well-known academic. He's an academic. He's a chartered accountant. He's also an advocate as well. He has written books on tax, on auditing. So he understands the taxation issues. And he's been teaching um, at, at graduate school of businesses and at universities, universities. So we hope he will bring his uh, intellectual eagerness to the debate and assist the South African government in terms of the alternative for vendors. But also from the treasury side, from the treasury side, we want them to tell us to what are the new ways and how are they going to deal with the inefficiencies that we've seen, and um, if the instability that we've seen at SARS will bring any decency in terms of uh, revenues. But also from the national treasury side, we've also seen a lot of instability. I mean, uh, they've changed ministers in the past five years, um, as well as the person from NetBank, hopefully so, she'll be able to tell us um, um, as consumers as to what is it that we need to do if government keeps on increasing taxation. How can we uh, hold on to our last pennies and save more money and then, and then, and then, and then, and then not complain um, since the taxation or since the government is increasing tax? How can we save money? So we're hoping that they will bring before that. And of course, Mr. Lukonambun, he's a well-known person, and he understands political issues, and he understands the socio-economic issues. So hopefully they will be able to bring that intellectual awareness to the fore, and hopefully so people will gain something, and hopefully government also will, 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 will listen and assist us by not increasing our taxation, but increasing Absolutely. Anything. Absolutely. That was Dr. Basoyalezo, lecturer at the UKZN Graduate School of Business, telling us more about the alternative sources of government revenue in South Africa. That is a discussion that will be taking place at the auditorium at the Graduate School of Business and Leadership at Westville Campus at UKZN. 17.30 18 hours until 20. That's Wednesday, 17 April 2019. It's top of the hour. It's 9 o'clock. It's news with Mr. Greg Hose.